for the Interrobank and Gracia Espinosa. And welcome to this episode of the Red Couch podcast. Will Osborne Sorrell, training advisor, and Mauricio Sorio, um, project coordinator 5030 Challenge Venture Hub. It's okay? <laughs> well, we are going to explain all these um, positions because this interview is to talk. We are going to talk about the EDI. So, uh, Will, first question, what is EDI? EDI stands for equity, diversity, and inclusion. And so when we're talking about those terms, we want to think about what they actually mean. Equity is compared to, I always define equity in comparison to equality, where equality is giving everyone the same resources and the same opportunities. What equity does is it recognizes that each person is unique and gives them the resources they need in order to create a level playing field for equality to actually exist. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was uh, thinking uh, um, uh, when you were talking that perhaps a few students or uh, people from the financial community know something about EDI because me and other writers, uh, we talk about the new framework of EDI. So it would be great if now that we know something about EDI to know the, f the function, the, the goals of EDI. And now with the new framework, what it's related or what is so important EDI? Okay, I think I'll pass that question over to Mauricio. Perfect, Mauricio, it's your turn. <laughs> okay, so yes, the, um, we're very proud of the framework that we launched. Mm -hmm. um, it was launched at the President's Breakfast in mm -hmm. September, and this framework came to be because Fanshawe wanted to be a more inclusive college for everybody, and so, um, it was a work of um, very hard work for over a year. Um, Fanshawe um, put together a task force of um, employees, faculty, and students, and um, we worked together to launch this framework that hopefully is going to move us forward. This is just the first step. We want to take it to another level, and that is some working groups to actually have actionable items that are going to help all of the community. All of us, we are worried about the situation, not only in Israel, in Israel sorry, in, in Gaza. Now all the conflicts came to London. There were like protests, um, not revolts, but you know, the situation is complicated and perhaps it affects to the students. So I would like to know with all the situation, how you help the students, how EDI is improving the multicultural um, side. Yes, Ali will answer that question, but it, so, so EDI is just the, the name that is giving worldwide mm -hmm. okay. to equity, diversity, and inclusion. Some know. organizations call it IDEA, and they go a step forward. IDEA is inclusion, diversity, equity, and mm -hmm. um, accessibility, mm -hmm. because accessibility is a huge part mm -hmm. of, the, of, of the EDI work that we're doing to be inclusive, but Atle will answer that question. Thanks, Mauricio. So in terms of the global conflicts and it coming over to Canada, the main, the main thing we do 
through the EDI hub and the 5030 Challenge Hub is education. And education is really key in these moments because if we aren't educating people, then they don't really understand what's going on and why there's a need for this work to be done. Um, so, so the main focus is just on education and getting people to know about different what diversity is and how diversity, who's at the table and why, and why people value what they value. So we focus a lot on education in order to, in order to address those scenarios. You mentioned the 5030 challenge, but before that, uh, I want to know if for the education um, you have workshops or informative sessions. So I would like to know if, if there are like workshops to know. Yeah? Mm -hmm. yeah? I'll pass that over to Mauricio. So part of what the EDI office does is education, advocacy, and, um, and, and training and, and events. Will is going to talk in, in a little bit about events, but very important, and I don't know if you can include it in the bottom of the screen, <laughs> edi at fanshawc.ca is very important because that's where students can reach the office in anything they may need that it's related to EDI. So a lot of the work that we do is advocacy, um, mm. but we, we do host several events um, during the year. I'll let Will um, talk about that. What was the other part of the question? Well, my, my main question is, I would like to know like examples of how EDI is helping a students, the community of Fanshawe. That's why I want to know because sometimes when we, when we read about the new framework, I mean, I understood it, it, EDI tries to involve all the community of Fanshawe, mm -hmm. including uh, students and employees. So I would like to know examples. So if if there were like workshops, if mm -hmm. students can participate, it's only for employees of Fanshawe. Yeah, so what we do in terms of uh, helping students is, so as Mauricio alluded to, we do a lot of advocacy, and that can be a lot of our advocacy uh, aligns with accessibility needs. So if a student needs an accessibility has an accessibility issue and they're not getting that, for example, maybe they need a screen reader for their computer because they have, um, they have low hearing, okay? Um, so, so, so they can grab a screen reader and we'll advocate on their behalf. So we do a lot of advocacy advocacy for students who come to us. We also do host events. Just the other day we hosted, I, I'm not sure how many students are aware of our pronoun day. So we did a pronoun day. Yeah, so where we handed out buttons and basically we launched a pronoun guide and we talked about what pronouns were and why they're important. And so students were definitely involved in that. And we also delivered buttons to all of the <laughs> we also delivered buttons to all of the uh, frontline staff across the college so that way frontline staff can make people feel comfortable by wearing those pronoun buttons uh, if they choose to. So that's that those are ways that we help students. I'd also like to say that we do um, we do do socials for different events or celebrations for different cultures as well. We usually change them up every year because there's just so many of them. But we'll we'll talk about we'll do an educational piece. For example, we did an educational piece uh, in October about Islamic History Month, and so we explained. Uh, the history of Islam and and why some of their celebrations are important. It's funny. I mean, it's funny. I tried to to explain this because I saw all all the events, but I didn't know it was something related to EDI. Uh, oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we'll do different events. Like in February, we're going to do something for Black History Month. Um, so yeah, there's there's events that students can participate in and the socials. Oh, there's also November 20th, if anyone wants to participate, that's Transgender Day of Remembrance. And we're going to be in the Colvin Atrium from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. It's going to be a memorial of transgender lives that have been lost throughout the past year. And we're going to have a guest speaker. So it's going to be opened up to the, the entire family community as well um, I was thinking that if a student w would like to participate how they can introduce or how they can participate in it in EDI I don't know how it, it works. I'll pass that over to Mauricio <laughs> Thank you, Mauricio. so um, there's many ways to be involved mm -hmm. we want to hear from students and what their challenges are so getting involved with the task force is a great way so if they want again edi at fanshawc.ca send us an email and they can become part of the of the task force but also on um, social media the college um, advertises mm -hmm. some of our events and whatnot um, uh, during pride um, not pride month because London's Pride Parade is in July, mm -hmm. but um, we work with the student union mm -hmm. um, to get together some marchers, and we have T-shirts printed, and um, we so that's another way that students can be involved. Um, what else am I missing? I mean, just signing up for our events. Yeah, signing up for for any and, and all so of our the events. Yeah, so that's so that's the email. But if students check uh, my fan show on a regular basis, there's a lot of fifty thirty events that are open to everybody. We'll going to talk a little bit more about fifty thirty in in a mm -hmm. second. But I went to uh, the downtown campus and I presented to uh, the Leap program, mm -hmm. which is students that are entrepreneurs because they can access a lot of the services that the 5030 yeah because right now will is your turn and we have to talk about the 5030 challenge because i think it's something that not a lot of students know and it's very important yeah, so the 5030 Challenge is a federally funded program until March 2024. And basically the idea is that organizations sign up for the 5030 Challenge to move the needle forward in terms of representation on their board and their senior leadership. And so what 5030 actually stands for is the idea of moving the needle forward to 50% gender parity, which includes women and non-binary folks, and then 30% other equity deserving groups. So we have, so just so we have an idea of what equity deserving groups are <laughs> there are four legislated equity deserving groups and that's uh, women and non-binary folks um, racialized people uh, indigenous peoples and uh, persons with disabilities now the 5030 challenge also includes one other equity deserving group and that's queer folks so um, I have a, a question, Will, because I don't know if it's the first time that uh, Fenshe College is in the 5030 challenge, so when Fenshe College started to be in this challenge? So we started really, I guess we started in January. The hub started a little bit in January with some webinars and some talks. Uh, we were one of five uh, colleges across Ontario chosen, or sorry, across Canada actually, to be chosen as a hub for this particular challenge for organizations to contact. And so we're one of only five across Canada. So Fanshawe's quite proud of being one of five colleges across the entire country to be chosen to deliver the 5030 Challenge Hub service. 
service. Yeah, so it's so we're quite proud of that. And um, sorry, can you repeat the question? I think I. It's like because um, we were talking about EDI. Yeah. Um, you mentioned in one of the questions about the 50-30 challenge, so I, went, I wanted to know why uh, uh, when Finchie College uh, started in this challenge, it's very recent, and that's why I want to know. Yeah. So the hub officially started in January, but we got off the ground more in March and April of this year. So that's when we started the majority of our work. That's when Maria Sue and I were both hired, and that's when we started the majority of the work. Um, so it's it's really taken off since then. We have quite a few organizations that we're working with. I will say there's about 2,000 organizations across Canada that have signed up. Uh, we're working with about 250-ish organizations. Actively 150. Actively 150. But they're are about 500 organizations in our region. Okay, so that was 500 organizations in our region that are assigned to us, and we're actively working with about 150 of those right now. Wow, I mean, I'm impressed because I didn't know that it, it will be so big, these, these challenges across Canada. It's not only these colleges yeah. around all the country. Um, the same question that I have, uh, with EDI and um, how people, how students can participate in this challenge. I saw on the website that there are events, workshops, but... Yeah, I'll pass that back over to Mauricio. So um, the the hub is more outward facing. Oh, okay. It's, it's we, we're becoming um, a physical and a virtual space mm -hmm. for companies and nonprofit organizations, mm -hmm. a la majority of the organizations that we work with are nonprofit. They don't necessarily have the funds to hire a full-time um, EDI person. So a lot of the a lot of what we do is help them reach those 50-30 um, goals. So there is, to a certain extent, some um, student involvement. We hired, uh, we've been working for the last um, summer, and I guess, um, fall term with an amazing co-op student that's been giving us a hand with um, a lot of the work that we're doing. We're also hiring another co-op student in, in, in January. We are um, hoping to get someone in um, marketing or um, digital creation and whatnot to help us, but at the same time um, work with some of our participants, yeah. getting them connected with, with our training advisors. So the work that we're doing in the 5030 is, is very important because we're helping all the community okay. throughout Canada to become better, more inclusive spaces for their workforce. And so the 5030 challenge falls under EDI mm -hmm. um, because we're doing the same type of work. Mm -hmm. The EDI department at the college mm -hmm. is more inward facing to help all of our students um, become better global citizens. Mm -hmm. uh, and the 5030 challenge is more outward facing. Can I just add to that for yeah, a second? Sure. Um, I just want to say the other way that this challenge really does help students is that by the time they graduate and they go into these organizations, then they're in organizations that are actually have taken EDI workshops and are on their way with organizations that actively pursue EDI. So I think that's important to note as well, that students are going into organizations that have had training and that are serious about their EDI framework. So that's really important to know as well. 
Well, thank you so much. I don't know if you want to add something, but for me now it's more clear because <laughs> sometimes when you re uh, when you are reading the article, um, you cannot see how important EDI and this challenge is for all the financial community. community. So I really appreciate you came here to the Red Couch podcast. Um, answer my questions. <laughs> I just wanted to add that in this day and age, um, it, it seems that it's more important than ever mm -hmm. to to make sure that we that we stand up for um, all the groups that have been excluded, that ha have mm -hmm. not been invited to, to the dance. And um, there seems to be a lot of hate coming out of the woodwork, and it's important that students know that Fanshawe cares, that there are people in the college that care about their well-being, mentally, physically, and that they feel that this is a safe environment for them to learn, to grow, to make relationships, to open their horizons, to meet people that maybe they have never um, met before. So the EDI work that we're doing is more important now than ever, but also getting the students involved and, and, and how much not only they can access and, and help um, themselves, but also help others that, um, that need that help. You can do the, the ending of the podcast. Eh? <laughs> well, thank you, Will. Thank you, Mauricio. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Red Couch podcast. You can catch up with every episode on our website or wherever you listen to the podcast. And watch full episodes on YouTube important and uh, subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with fanship for the interrobank and gracias pinoza